3-1 pitch is a drive deep to left, way back, it is gone! It is gone! A grand slam for Masters! A grand slam for Masters! Just did it again. They go length of the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. This is the state of Mississippi's moment. The epicenter of excellence in college football. The spotlight never brighter. The stakes never higher. The cowbells never louder than right now. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number six of the Put It in the Vault podcast. I'm August Fort alongside my partners Bates. Put it in the vault. Ivan. What's up, y'all? And Hunter could not be here today, so we're glad to have Zay with us. What's up? What's up? This weekend was a very big weekend for college football, but I do want to start with some NFL news. Miles Garrett has been indefinitely suspended for his action <laughs> in last Thursday's game. Guys, is this an adequate suspension? Yes. Most definitely. <laughs> but but the, what's the other guy's name that was in the fight? With Mason Rudolph. Mason. He needs to be suspended, too. Not as long as uh, Garrett, but he definitely But, look, he, if somebody's laying on top of you, though, you got to try and get, like, that's my defense of Mason, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph punched him in the balls, grabbed his I balls. I see that. And I, kicked I, I, him. I promise to God, I saw it on Twitter yesterday, and he kicked him in the balls. I thought that was Pouncey who did that. Nah, Rudolph. Oh, and he tried to take out Miles Garrett's helmet. So Miles was pissed, bro. Yeah. But, he didn't but have Miles him. did have unnecessary roughness that started the whole thing. Yeah. And then the whole taking off a helmet and then beating it on somebody's head, that's yeah, that's, like, that's prison stuff. Yeah. He should be put in jail for that. I honestly personally think that he should he shouldn't play in the NFL ever again. Well, my favorite part of the story is Garrett is appealing the suspension, trying to get it lowered. There's no way he's getting lowered. That's awful. And ESPN released their list today of the Top 25 people under 25, and Miles Garrett was, like, fourth. And I saw it list, I'm like, Miles Garrett might never play football again because he's a freaking criminal. Oh, he'll be back. I wouldn't say he he'll, he'll be back, he'll be but back. I'm just saying that's that's going to stain his the rest of his career. Because now when people think of Miles Garrett, you know what they're thinking of? See him beating up. Yeah. Um, Mason Rudolph across the head with a helmet. got to him that game. Yeah, that's bad. bad. But let's go ahead and move on to some college football this weekend. The big game in Starkville, Bama came to town and steamrolled Mississippi State 38-7. to But the biggest thing coming out of that game was Alabama losing Tua for the remainder of the season. That was a very big loss. Bates, what do you think about that game? I mean, that first half looked exactly how you'd expect it to come. Um, the Tua injury really put a damper on the game. Uh, no one in the stadium wanted to see that. Uh, yeah, it took... It, Waiting for that cart to come out, uh, hearing him. She seen him try and get up. It he was, was trying as hard was, as he could to walk it off. It was bad. And I was um, thinking, he's gonna. They're gonna have to get the cart. Like they're gonna have to get the cart. There's no way he's coming off because you could tell he was just. He was like, I'm not getting in this cart. I'm gonna walk off this field. And they were like, No. Well, by the end zone in the gridiron club, when the cart was, they shut down the gridiron. They, no one could enter or leave. They shut down the whole end zone over there. Did they come so, through that little so thing So two right could come through. Yeah. Uh, they actually, I think they actually stopped Were you the in there court. when it happened? I was not in there when it happened uh, because I couldn't get in at that point. But I think they made Tua get off the cart as soon as they entered it. 
And I, they transported him a different way. Obviously, he didn't. Well, walk. they popped his head back in in the <laughs> stadium. It's disgusting. Goodness. Zay, what did you think about the injury when you saw it? Um, first, I thought he was going to get up and kind of like walk it off a little bit. Then I saw, saw they stopped. So I was like, man, looks bad. Looks bad. I saw the car. I was like, it's not, it's not going to be good. I still, personally, I did not believe that it was going to be as bad as it was. I'm like, yeah. this can't happen to Tua. Like, this bad of an injury cannot happen. Ivan, what did you think about the actual game, though? Uh, the actually, State's performance. <laughs> last week, I did pick State to win. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, it really could have been worse. Yeah. They didn't put up 60 on us. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you lose two. Uh, yeah, I didn't think they scored in the second half. But yeah, you bring that up, though, but I want to take this time to say that Mac Jones. Alabama. And, and Mac Jones Mac is Jones not trash. Is, Mac Jones is good. People are thinking that Mac Jones is his trash because he's to his backup, but he's good. Mm-hmm. Like, he's better than most quarterbacks in the SEC. He made some really good throws in the second half that you won't see probably all the quarterbacks except for a couple in the SEC make. And I'm like, people are hating on Mac Jones, but this guy's definitely competent. And they, they're obviously going to take a step back because they're losing a Heisman candidate, but – it's not going to be anything drastic, especially when he got those wide receivers. You could call me crazy, but I feel like if we had a better offensive line, the game would have been a lot closer. Tommy Stevens had some good runs. He, he, he did. Off he a did. Yeah, he plus did. Yards. But he had no time in the pocket. Yeah. No. Well, in the first play of the game when he dropped back and you throw it right in the middle of a defender's oh, hands. I mean, you can't really expect anything to come out of that. It's 14 to nothing, two minutes in the game. You're not coming back. Well, I think our biggest problem is our defense was playing well. It was the third down. St- I don't yeah, think we stopped them on third down. Feel it third but we were, you know, oh. we were getting them in third and 11s and stuff, and they were just converting. I was sitting up there with Spencer and Garrett. I mean, not Garrett. Spencer, Jackson, and Clay, and they were talking about saving sandbagging to get to third and 11 just to practice third and 11s because it seemed like every time we get third and 11. Two would drop back, throw it to one of the receivers, and make a great play. Some good receivers. <laughs> Can't get that wrong. Yeah, the best receivers in the country, but bad for Bama, bad for State. Nobody won that game, in honesty. Definitely. That I, was, I did not want to see Tua get hurt. I don't think anybody did. I think Tua, Tua, everybody in America likes Tua. He might be the most likable college I football agree. player Why in the country. Why would you hate him? Yeah, I mean, Why he's would a you good guy. Him? I mean, he doesn't, like, if Hunter was here, he'd be talking I, about good guy. I blame too. coaching for that, though. I blame coaching heavily. He should not He should not even play this game. Yeah, me and Zay were talking about that before you came in here and that. I mean, I don't blame Nick Saban for playing him since he played, but I don't think he should have played the game in the first place well, at all. Me either. And especially if you're up 21-0 or whatever the score was. Like thirty-five, like whatever it was. I remember it was thirty-five to seven. Yeah, like why is he still playing? He's 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 still hurt. He's still recovering from a surgery that, like, he should not have played that. Yeah, game. I don't think he should have played the game at all. But since he did play, I mean, if you're playing football, you're gonna play. So I'm agreeing that I'm gonna go ahead and say that he should have been left into at least a half. Because I mean, you play your starters at least one half, and he did start that game. If he doesn't start that game, completely different story. Which I don't think he should have start, but since he did start, you got to play him a half. See, I don't, I don't agree with that, but I think you know he should have played him all the way through. You know, maybe more. Uh, obviously, the point comes where you put in the backups, but the whole message from uh, Alabama team. I mean, they know they're one of the best teams in the country, so it's all about not becoming content. And what message does it send with Saban pulls his you know best player out of the game before halftime or doesn't play him at all just because he's afraid of an injury? I think the message is sent that I mean Alabama goes out there to compete in every game. Uh, Looking back at the first game, Tua missed, um, 
and someone asked in a press conference, will Talia get in to, ex- to expedite his uh, growing process? And, I mean, Saban left uh, with a fiery response saying they're only – no one expects them to win every game easily on that coaching staff. They expect every game to be a battle, and they're going to give – the players that give them the best chance to win on the field. And I completely disagree. <laughs> because Tua's injury was a three to five month recovery time. Someone is the original injury? Yes, yes, with the ankle. Yes. He just got killed from LSU. He could he couldn't even Any walk. Any quarterback after. gets beat up versus LSU, much less a hurt quarterback. Exactly. And he couldn't even walk after the game. So then you bring in the Davis Wade and someone got in the pocket and just laid on him. And another injury happens. Like that's your star quarterback. You yeah. didn't you didn't need y'all didn't need him to beat us. We're Mississippi State. But you gotta look at this. Tua, he wanted to play. He's a competitor. That's true. He's a competitor. He lays all he out on the line for Alabama. He's a competitor, like but did. you gotta put your career first. But this you gotta respect Tua for that. I mean, of that's course, a, but this could, that's why that's why everyone likes him. This could be a football ending injury for him. He might yeah. not be the same. You yeah, gotta think true. ahead of the time. I think he will, but they're expecting a full recovery. Yeah, so I pray so, man. But, I love uh, to. I love the man. I can't wait to see what he do next yeah, level. All these Alabama fans talking about Tua coming back for his senior year just because he got I hurt. No, that's, that's, that's not happening. He is not coming that's back. That's not happening. He's going for it. I, but see, I don't think it's likely, but there's a chance. There's a chance. Well, yeah, there's a chance. There's a, there's a chance. A higher chance people are giving him. There's a higher chance he'll get hurt. That's true. I think he's got to go to the NFL. He's a top three pick either way. Well, we'll see. We will see. And let's talk about some other games around the country. Oklahoma and Baylor was an absolute bar burner. <laughs> Baylor blew a 28-3 to lead and lost 34-31. to Bates, you're all about Big 12 football. What did you see in this one? <laughs> I saw an Oklahoma team with some results. Now, I hate Oklahoma. I was pulling for Baylor all the way. But even at halftime, down 28-10, I said, Oklahoma's going to find a way to pull one out. Um even without C.D. Lamb, the with well with Tylen Wallace out with injury, he's now going to win the Bletnikoff almost a shoe in. But they're so you have your best receiver what about out. Alabama's receivers. C.D. Lamb's <laughs> going to win the Bletnikoff. Put it in the vault. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, they Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, just looked shaky in that first half. They just set up Baylor uh, short fields, uh, you know, what on two of their four touchdowns, and then. I, I remember seeing Riley get his whole team together. Uh, just gave that pep talk, and I said things are about to turn around. They scored a touchdown on their next drive. I think they score on every drive after that. They put up points in every single drive uh, and won the game. And still, on that last drive, Baylor had a chance. And I thought Baylor would do it up until I saw Denzel Mims go out with that uh, foot injury or whatever he had, that ended up being. I never really believed Oklahoma's going to come back. And so they're going to come back and make it close, but Baylor's going to win this football game. And that just did not happen at all. I mean, Baylor just completely and totally blew that game out of the way. Jalen Hurts is probably one of the most, if not the most competitive quarterback in college football. Most definitely. Behind Tua. (laughs) I get you. But he hates to lose, man. He put the team on his back after putting the team in his boot. He took all the credit for getting behind 28-3, and he gave his players, his teammates, all the credit for coming back. Exactly, man. I like like to see that from a quarterback. But that was a good game to watch. I'm glad that that game was close because there wasn't a lot of other – Close game Saturday night, but the big SEC game was Georgia and Auburn, and Georgia pretty much dominated that game until Auburn scored a couple touchdowns in the second half and made it really close. Zay, what did you see in this one? Oh, my God. It was a defense game in the first half. You didn't know that Georgia was up 14-0 going to halftime. But I knew that Auburn was going to come back. 
I just felt like they had they had given up because it was at home yeah. too. Yeah, it was at home. You had the fans on your back, so I I knew they was gonna try to come back and scratch and claw, but they still didn't end up with the win. So yeah, that was a, that was a fun game to watch in the second half. I personally, I thought Auburn had the ball with a chance to win. Bo Nix misses that short flat route would have given them first oh, uh, first down and kept them going. That was I hard to watch. Oh, I just high garbage. I, mean, I think he's, <laughs> I, think he's kind I was of, I was like a believer in Bo, especially at the beginning of the year. I was like he's young, he's going to develop, but he is not showing anything. Like I think Eric Trader is showing more. Than Bo <laughs> <laughs> and I, you already already know how I feel about man. Garrett if Trader. Garrett Trader was on Auburn. Team as starting quarterback. Oh Auburn. I think Auburn will be a different story with Joey Gatewood at quarterback or Cord Sandberg. Even no. I take Bo Nix over Mac Jones. Oh, you're oh. crazy, oh. Mate, You're crazy, dude. When Mac Jones puts fifty in the Iron Bowl and wins the bowl game, oh. you know, you're gonna probably. Oh, this probably, is great. This is no. great. I don't know. Iron Bowl. All right, no, I'll I'll take they ain't gonna break thirty in the Iron Bowl. They ain't <laughs> breaking thirty. No, yeah, it's gonna be a close, low score game. Iron Bowl. I don't know, y'all. Just sleep on Mac. I'm just saying. Anyway, talking about Bo Nix, he just has not shown it at all this year, and they got a lot of quarterback talent on that team for him to be sitting the bench. And they just their offense has been stagnant. I said all weekend that Auburn's team this year reminds me a lot of us last year. Super elite NFL type defense, no offense whatsoever. Yeah, but they're gonna prove it in Iron Bowl. I got Auburn with it. You got a, you got a Auburn in the Iron Bowl? Yes, yeah, Man, that would really um, – I think Alabama's sleeping on Auburn right now just because, like, they're dealing with two injury and all that. Nick Saban's never beat a nine-win Auburn team. Yeah, you got that stat for me. That's a very good stat. <laughs> very good stat. And that's shout-out to Kate Smith on that statistic because he's the one that told me, and I had to look into it. That's a, that's a good stat, though. Let's move on to the playoff discussion, though. I want to talk about the playoff in general – I mean, we have a bunch of conferences competing for a spot. You've got the Big 12. You've got the Pac-12. You've got some really good teams at the top. Bates, I want to start with you. If it, Let's just say everybody wins out. Everything goes expected. No real big upsets. Who's getting that fourth spot? Well, you can't say everybody wins out because on well, the current path, LSU and Georgia play each other. Well, obviously. I mean, like the favorites. So we're going to have... You know, Ohio State, Clemson winning out, and then the SEC championship winner. Uh, Let's just say LSU. If it's LSU, then I think the fourth uh, spot's going to go to Oregon. You think Oregon gets in? I think Oregon does because, I mean, their their loss to Auburn is one of the best losses uh, among those top. I mean, it's better than a loss to Kansas State for Oklahoma. Plus, Oregon would have a win over, what, number seven Utah in the championship game. They just have a better resume than Oklahoma at that point, um, barring anything crazy happening. Ivan, what do you think? Who gets that fourth spot? Um, I was thinking Oregon, too. But who would y'all rather see get it? Well, it's not about who we'd rather see. Yeah, I, I <laughs> want to see Oklahoma in it. Because who yeah. doesn't want to see Jalen Hurts playing in college football playoff? And Lincoln Riley. Yeah, I'd love to see Oklahoma. I mean, I think Oklahoma has a way better chance of winning the game. We, we've seen Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley in there, what, the past three years? You know how many wins they have? Yeah, none. Zero. That's they, true. They still have the offenses. Like, I, I, I was there for Jalen versus Tua in the yes. in the playoffs. That ain't, that ain't happening. Hey, it might happen in the Sugar Bowl. I also want to see Burrow versus uh, Fields. Ch- national championship. Burrow coming from Ohio State and then the Georgia product. I think Tua. Hey, Ohio State Georgia is another good because Fields switching over there. Yeah. That's another good matchup. Yeah. With all the transfer portal stuff going, it could on. be some really good matchups. <laughs> but my thought process is, I mean, I feel like Bama's better than both Oklahoma. And Georgia. You know the committee is looking at 
being two of men out. I know, I know they That's are, the but thing. I just think Bama's a better team. I'm not saying they should be in. Um, I think it's really hard for to find a path where Bama does get in the playoff because you will have to see Oregon will have to win the Pac-12 because they would have a common opponent win if saying they win the Iron Bowl, but and then some crazy stuff would have to happen in the Pac-12, I mean the Big 12, because you'd have to see Baylor, you'd have to see a two-loss champ. Which, when Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, we might just see that. Bedlam could really mess everything up. That's a great point. I think some stuff could go down in the Big 12. I'm going to go out on a live early pick and say Oklahoma State will beat Oklahoma. Behind their Heisman candidate, Chuba Hubbard. Heisman candidate, Chuba Hubbard. That's why you need an eight-man team. (laughs) Eight-man playoffs. Yeah, it's 100% true. I'd love to see an eight-man playoff. That's for another time, though. There's a, yeah, it really is. But there's a lot of stuff that could go down these last couple weeks. And my whole big thing is it is college football, and I think we're really bound to see an upset down a stretch. Oh, most definitely. But while we are talking about the playoff, I want to go out and say that there's one team that everybody is sleeping on right now, pretty hardcore, and that is Clemson. Clemson is absolutely steamrolling the ACC. They have won a record number of games in a row by 45 points. And I think right now Clemson is my favorite to win a national championship. They have the coach. They have the team. They have the experience. They won it last year. And I think people are sleeping on Clemson. And I really like LSU. Like, I really have a hard time thinking Clemson could beat LSU. But I just feel like everybody's sleeping on Clemson. And they are still the number three team in the country. Well, we'll see. I'm kidding me right now. (laughs) I'm just looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Do you – all right. Oh. So you think Clemson will – all right. All right, so the LSU-Alabama game, right? Bama put up points, right? Yes. Do you think that Clemson's offense is better than Bama's offense? Mm. I think it's just as good. That's that's a lie. Well, maybe Tra- now since two is out. ETN, a yeah. stud. Trevor Lawrence is a stud. They got good receiving court. So Etn and Trevor Lawrence is probably the best quarterback running back. I'm just saying, that. like J.K. Dobbins, Justin Fields. But there's a lot of good ones. But I'm just it saying those two: like, Trevor Lawrence, Etn. I'm telling you right now, if LSU plays Clemson at all in the playoffs, we're gonna steamroll them. Oh, you're saying it's not gonna be close? No. Would you put that in the vault? Yes, I put it in the vault. I give it a shootout. Nah, I'm. We're gonna steamroll. They haven't played nobody, bro. Here's a so your, your argument is that they steamrolled the ACC. Here's a list of SEC teams that would steamroll the ACC: Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Florida, Georgia. Georgia. That's probably it. A&M. I mean, A&M would be in the conversation. I'd put throw in um, God, who is it? Missouri in that conversation as well. Well, my argument isn't based purely on them steamrolling the ACC, but it's the fact that they have proven this in the past that they can win championships and this team is just one year removed from winning a national championship. I mean, they won it all last year. And they still have their quarterback and they still have their running back. So, I mean, this team is good. I mean, I think they lost LSU and defense. Clemson are the two best teams in the country. I'm, I'm not a believer in Ohio State. I'm just not a believer. I don't know. They're good. I think they're going to win them. Ohio State, Ohio, okay. Ohio State is steamrolling the Big Ten just like Clemson is steamrolling the ACC and the Big Ten is much higher level than the ACC. I don't know. I don't know. I just... You don't know. 
Look, Ohio State never does anything down the stretch. Let's see. With the, I think the rankings came out tonight. Do you know how many ACC teams there are outside of Clemson in the zero? Zero. Okay, zero. That's five. And Clemson is still going to lose to South Carolina. Oh, that's true. Clemson about forty. I've been saying it all year, and when South Carolina wins, (laughs) I'm gonna come to the next podcast laughing my butt off. All right, if South Carolina wins, I'll do something crazy. Like, is that, I just don't, I just don't see that happening. But I, I think those three teams, though, I mean, I don't think any of us are dying that Clemson is a good football team. I mean, I know you're saying that, I think you're arguing that LSU is that much better than everybody yes, else. I'm not saying Clemson's what, bad. Yeah, which is a fair argument. But I'm just saying, there's, those three teams, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, are three really good football teams. The question is, who's going to get the fourth spot? I th- if if Georgia wins the SEC, then LSU it's gonna be Georgia two SEC teams. two SEC teams. If if LSU wins as they're expected to, um, then that four seconds grab. I think I don't think Georgia has think... any shot at beating LSU. I don't know. Georgia's improving since they lost. South they, you think they can beat them? No, I'm not saying they can. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> say, no, no, I'm not saying they can beat them, but they have improved though. I mean. I mean, it'll be a close game, but LSU will still pull it out. I don't, I don't see it being. I see it being a lot like the Ole Miss game when we play Georgia. Just Ole Miss fighting back. Ole Miss fighting back. Yeah, I'm scared. Ole Miss is scared. But that was a that was a trap game for LSU coming off of Bama. Definitely going to Oxford night game. Yeah. This is pretty much their Super Bowl because you're not making a bowl game. So <laughs> no, their Super Bowl. Their Super Bowl comes <laughs> next comes, week. Yeah, when they play us. Yeah. I mean, still, but I mean that that game was at home. So John Rice Plumley looked scary good. The dude can run the ball. Dude can run the ball just like Johnny Manziel could. He can flat out run the football. I don't know about throwing the ball. He has not shown me a lot throwing the ball, but John Rice Palmy can run the ball. For oh, sure. I know defense better be ready because he can run. Oh, yeah, they better get ready. And he will take it, and it will be a long night for Mississippi State. All right, we are now very glad to welcome Garrett from the Reflector. On the podcast, Garrett, you had a very good viewpoint of the game on Saturday. What were your most pressing thoughts about that football game? Uh, most pressing thoughts were just just not enough from the Bulldogs. You know, uh, Tommy's back, uh, not exactly better than ever. Um, you know, couple a couple of good runs in there, but um, just not quite what we've seen from him uh, early on in the season when he was healthy. What are your biggest thoughts on the general direction of the program? Uh, I think I think it's I think that's a tough tough question. I think it's something you gotta uh, maybe reevaluate at the end of the season. Uh, see what the see see what you think after that. You know, wait till Ole Miss, um, and then we'll see. Sounds like you're putting a lot of weight on the Ole Miss game. I think I think a lot of people are putting a lot of weight on the Ole Miss game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it is the Egg Bowl, and it's possibly the winner of that game. Keeps your job yeah. coaching wise, so that's something definitely to keep your mind on. But I just don't know if we're heading in the right direction, like Moorhead says we are. He says we have not taken a step back from last year, and I just don't think you can look at the performance on the field and say that. Yeah, the the, the record will will say otherwise. Yeah, very true. But uh, Garrett, I do want to ask you about the state championship this weekend between Harris and Starkville Academy. What are you expecting to see out of that one? Oh, that's a that's going to be an interesting matchup there. Um, you know, a little rivalry action. 
you know, I, I think it's, it's very clear that Heritage is the, is the best team in, in 5A football. But, hey, never count out the Vols, maybe. You think never Circle Academy's got a chance? Absolutely, they do. I think there's more than a chance. I, I think, think it'll so. be a, I think it'll be a good game. <laughs> I don't think so. So you don't think it'll be like the last time they met it just a couple weeks ago? I don't think so. I think uh, if I do remember correctly, and I believe I do, the last time Starkville Academy won a state championship, they uh, they lost to their opponent in the regular season and then uh, beat them in the final. So, that's a very that good. Is true. That's a good stat right there, Gary. Give him that. It's a one hundred percent, one hundred percent fact right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna trust Garrett's word right there, but Garrett, we appreciate your call, man. No problem, man. Hey, glad to be here. We are now very glad to have Spence on again. Spence, what's up? <laughs> what's up, man? How are, you, how are you doing today? We're doing good. I, I do want to ask you about your Golden Gophers. You said we're going to go undefeated and make the playoff. What happened to them on Saturday? They just, they just didn't perform like they have been all year, you know. First loss of the season. I still I thought they were a playoff team from what I saw against Penn State, but... I guess not, you know. I guess they, they were fake. So, I, I went with that. I was wrong. Do you still think they have uh, a chance, though, to make the playoff? There's no way they'll make the playoff anymore. Um, you don't think they can beat Ohio State? <laughs> there's no way. They, their hopes and dreams are, are over. Um, <laughs> yeah. It looks like they'll probably be in, like, the, I don't know, sub-scrum bowl. But, <laughs> hey, it's all right. Flex is still a good coach. I think that's still a good football team, but they're not for real. Spencer, who do you think – we were talking about this early on this show. Who do you think should be the fourth playoff team? The fourth playoff team should be the Georgia Bulldogs. I think Georgia – I think they got it right. I think Georgia um, – I mean, they just got come off a big top 15 win on the road at Auburn. Um, won the SEC East. Uh, I think as long as they're – they went out, not even went out. They could actually, yeah, they probably have to win out. They'll have two losses, but uh, I, yeah, I think it's Georgia as of right now. So, do you think Georgia's got any chance in the SEC championship? I think they do. Um, they're gonna have to play play obviously a solid game uh, against probably LSU, um, but. I Probably LSU. It's, LSU. it's gonna be LSU. It's gonna be LSU. Hey, you never know. Arkansas, Arkansas could pull a little upset. Uh, <laughs> Biggest yeah, underdog in SEC they history. Still, they still have the head to head. I think LSU's clinched at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it is true. But even Coach O said uh, against Alabama, he was like, "We got four games left. Like they're they're in the SEC championship. They're they're one hundred percent." In the SEC championship. So, Spence, Golden Gophers out of the playoff, no chance? No, yeah, no, it's, it's over with for them. Uh, it's a good season, though. <laughs> it uh, was. They're done. <laughs> All right, Spence, we appreciate it. Hey, man, no problem. Thanks for having me on. We now have Jackson on, and Jackson, I want you to give me some a very hot take. Give me something hot, man. Uh, I think Auburn's going to beat Alabama in two weeks. That's that's very hot. What? Wow! How is that gonna happen? I just Bama doesn't have their normal stout defense. I mean, I don't, I don't think this is gonna happen. But you said come with something hot, so <laughs> I mean, might as well. This is the hottest thing I can think of right now. So you think Auburn's got a legit shot at beating them? 
in Auburn? Their defense is really good, and it helps that Tua isn't in. Um, <laughs> but their offense is just putrid. It's so bad. And yeah, like, it's very it bad. might be worse than our offense was last year. Uh, I think that's a very fair argument. I, I like the comparison, yeah. but I, facts, I think, yeah, Ivan said, Ivan said that's very true. Bo that Nix is hot trash. Bo Nix is trash. Oh, Bo Nix is not the answer, Robert. <laughs> not now. So are you, a, are you not a believer in Mac Jones at the quarterback position? I mean, he made some pretty good throws uh, last week, but, I mean, he did have – I mean, that – Yeah, I mean, he's obviously a backup for a reason at Alabama, but I'm yeah. a believer in him, and I see your I argument. If I was Bama, I'd put Talia in here. Like, mm. I've, that's I've that's heard, what I'm saying. I've heard bad things about Talia, though. I've heard he's not anything like his brother at all. He's a completely really? different quarterback. Yeah, they, they say he's a completely different quarterback. Uh, I mean, if, if Saban wants to go – Balls to the wall, last ditch ever try to make the playoffs. Got to win out and hope something good happens. So I mean, you gotta do you gotta do what gives you the best shot to win a game. So and if that's put Tali in there, that's what he's gonna do. Yeah, that's a good point. But what's going on with your Falcons in the NFL? That what's up with this resurgence as of late? He's a Falcons fan. Yes. What are you doing, <laughs> Jackson? Go on, man. What'd you say? Let's not talk bad about Dan Quinn. He led the Legion of Boom back in the heyday of Seahawks. So um, maybe there's something else going on there. I don't. Is that Bates? Yes, Bates. Yeah, Bates. I don't think so. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, he did have the defense playing well for one year, but I don't even think he was calling the plays in 2017. Do you think this run could be sustained? Is it time to tank for Tua? What was that? Tank for Tua? I tank for Chase Young, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jackson, man. Well, we appreciate you calling in. Okay, we now have Simp from Vicksburg. What's up, man? What's up? How y'all doing? Doing pretty good. Hey, Simp, I I got a question for you. All right. I want to know who the MVP is in the NFL as of right now. Shoot, it's it's a toss up between probably three quarterbacks right now. You got Lamar Jackson in there, obviously, Russell Wilson, and Dak is a dark horse in my opinion. I totally mm-hmm. agree. Dak yep. is having a career year. I, I don't think anybody gives him the credit that he deserves. Um, you know, he's actually, if I remember correctly, I saw that he's leading the league in passing yards right now. He ever took Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson for majority of the season has been my pick. But I feel like Lamar and Dak have kind of, you know, recently caught up. But I don't think Dak will end up winning the MVP. I don't think he gets the respect that he deserves. I think it will come down to a two-man race. 
between Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. But if Lamar Jackson keeps having games like he had against the Texans, you know, this Sunday, it, it's his. It's all his. I agree. But, you know, De- you talk about Dak leading the win in passing yards. He's also leading the league in quarterback rating, which is a yep. it's a very big stat in the NFL. But I agree. I think it's a three-horse race. Bates, you seem to disagree with that. Uh, I don't think Dak's in the conversation. Uh, I love Dak as much as the next guy, but uh, it's, it's down between Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson. And in my opinion uh, – Russell has the advantage in the one category you don't have any stats for, and that's clutch moments. Um, I, I busted out my Russell jersey just to talk about this, but uh, <laughs> if you had to pick one quarterback down by six points, lead you down the field, I would pick Russell Wilson 10 out of 10 times. Sip, who would you pick? At this point, the way the season is going, I, I agree with that Russell Wilson. I mean, there's just something about him when – you know, the game's online. Russell's going to come up with a clutch play. Other than He almost Super blew it versus yeah. San Francisco multiple times. He did, he did. But he gives you – he's got – he gives you the escapability that only a few quarterbacks have. I, you know, there's a lot of these late-game drives where, you know, third down, Russell will, you know, rush, get a first down, keep a drive going. And I think that's what he gives you. He's a veteran leader too. You know, he's got a lot of experience. And at this point, that's who I would go with. Amen. That's true. So, if you ha- you agree, I mean, you were saying that if you had to give it to somebody right now, you're going to give it to Lamar? Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's wow. what I'm talking about. At this point no. in the season, in their careers, I'm giving it to Russell Wilson. Because <laughs> here's the thing. The Ravens have not played a lot of close games this year. They really have. They, they beat the played. Patriots. They beat the Patriots. There, I know, but the there's a reason overall. every Seahawks win has been by, like, eight points or less. It's because Russell Wilson makes that last play. Than when the team needs them to. And they don't lose by more than eight points either because he keeps them in tight games. Ravens haven't played a really close game other than maybe a game or two this season, so Lamar hasn't had to win any games at the end. He plays unbelievable throughout the game. He's an unbelievable quarterback. He gets them ahead and they blow teams out. But we really mm-hmm. haven't seen him tested at the end of the game in a late two-man drive. I agree. I agree with that you. Is a good, that is a good point. I was going to say when the Ravens win, bro, they went big. Yeah. Every time the Ravens have won, they won big. They haven't had to bring it down to the two-minute, you know. They've won big. And when they lost, they lost by a little bit. But, I mean, hey. That is a good everybody point. Expected, everybody expected this, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson, Sean Watson game to be this high-scoring close game on Sunday. And know, Lamar outperformed Deshaun by a mile. Yeah, Lamar played a really good game. That Baltimore That's... defense is disgusting, yes. too. It's, it's really good. Yeah. It's grown. Now, Sip, I do want to ask you about one more thing in the NFL, the – Saints and the 49ers have an upcoming game. What are you expecting to see out of that one? Who that be, man? You know, it's it's definitely, in my opinion, the 49ers have a top three defense in the NFL this year, which kind of came out of nowhere because, you know, back in the day, 49ers had that defense. Yes. But for a few years, they kind of fell off along with the rest of the team. But, you know, one of the biggest surprises to me has been the 49ers defense. They got, in my opinion, top three defense against the top three offense in the NFL. You know, Saints defense I, is legit too. People can't sleep on the Saints oh, defense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. That's the one thing that I feel like they've been missing, you know, in these past couple of years is the offense could compete with anybody, but that they didn't have the defense, you know. But uh, you know, the Saints got a little little exposed against the Falcons. You know, a lowly team who has been playing a little. They have been playing a little better, you know, as of late. But I'd go for Niners. I'd go 49ers right now, just the way they're playing. I agree. Wow, I, I agree. Wow, I feel Sam. like New Orleans is going to beat them. 
It's in the Superdome. It's in the Superdome. Always, always a great advantage. What was the last game in the Superdome? Was that when the Falcons blew him out? Uh, that was a trap. It's in the Superdome, okay? The Saints defense is arguably a top 10 defense. Well, it is a top 10 defense. It is a top 10 defense. Where is the 49ers offense in this question? Like, where is it in the NFL? I don't know if I can tell you an exact number, but I know they have been running off over some people. And Jimmy G does just enough. He's a very good game manager. He's not going to win you a game, but he does just enough to keep, you know, the 49ers in it. Their run game has been unbelievable this year, you know, with Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida. Yeah. And, you know, to do what they do with very little at receiver, you know, they just traded for Emmanuel Sanders, but they don't have a real stud receiver. And Emmanuel Sanders is 33, but – they, they do a lot with a little with that offense. And, you know, Garoppolo is the guy that leads it all. But I'm going to say this. Jimmy G will not be able to pass on that Saints defense. That's a – that's a – I agree with you. I agree. Jimmy G is – he's take. not. He's not. Uh, Marcus uh, – Marshawn Lattimore has been playing amazing all season. Eli Apple has stepped his game up tremendously. It is true. And, um, ooh, P.J. Williams. He has stepped his game up ever since that uh, bad game with uh, Minnesota. Like, he, he's not going to be able to pass on it. So, it's going to be in the run game with the 49ers. They're going to have to run the ball a lot to beat us. Yeah. And, you know, you got Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Like, we're going to score some points. And I, I truly Saints did look a lot better this week after yeah. that egg versus They were pissed. <laughs> versus Atlanta. Yeah. It's going to be a close one. I got the Saints. Well, Seth, we appreciate you calling in, man. Man, no problem. Anytime. All right, you have a good one. Y'all too. All right, now that we've got our callers out of the way, let's pick some big games this weekend. Our first big game, Penn State and Ohio State. The spread on that one is huge, considering how good of a team Penn State is. Bates, let's start with you. What are you expecting to see? Who you got? I expect Ohio State to win and cover. And cover we saw, Bates has them big. Yeah, we had Penn State, uh, I mean, just losing to Minnesota. Minnesota turns around and loses to Iowa, who's a decent team, but, I mean, nothing compared to Ohio State. I, I don't think it's close. Ah, but who do you like? Who do I like? <laughs> I like Ohio State. Zay. Ohio State big. Yeah, you know, I really think this game's gonna be closer than people say. You know, I'll say that, and then it'll probably be like fifty to nothing. But I think it's gonna be close. I want to pick Penn State. I want to see an upset. That's, that's but, not happening. I can't pick it. I got Ohio, I got Ohio State too. <clears throat> and another the big NFL game this weekend: the Forty ers and the Packers. That'll be a big game in the NFC. I'll start. I'm gonna pick Green Bay to win this game. I think the Packers gonna win. Bates, I got the Forty ers uh, It's better defense. Uh, and then Jimmy G makes just a few more plays when he uh, makes the few plays he has to. Zay, who you like? Yeah, 49ers. Wow. We need to say on the show more often. Jimmy found him a new wide receiver, and that is Debo Samuel. And that they get Kittle back. That is a good point. I haven't. I got Green Bay. Yeah, I like that. Good pick. Green Bay's good. Aaron Rodgers, completely better quarterback. So much better quarterback. Green Bay's defense is underrated, too. They have a good defense. Yeah, defense much improved. Good quarterbacks win big games. So. I like Aaron Rodgers there. And then the big game in Starkville, Mississippi State and Abilene Christian. The spread on that one is 38 points. Let's pick it against the spread, Bates. I think we cover. You I think, think we, we cover? I, it'll be our biggest margin victory of the year, but 
we all know it's a tune-up game for next week. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be firing on all cylinders, uh, trying to assert our dominance. Plus right. the Bama boost. Uh, I'm gonna disagree here. I don't think we can beat any team in the country <laughs> by 30. I don't I don't know if we can beat a high school team by 38. I just think that's too many points for us to win by. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go with Evelyn Christian and give me 38 points. They. What do you think here? <laughs> what are you talking about? You think we're gonna beat them by more than 38? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're, we're not going to come out good, though, because we're going to be thinking about Ole Miss, but they're going to come out big second half and put up put up that spread. Ivan, are we going to beat him by 38? Man, you that's this, hard to say, bro. We're Mississippi State. You, be, you picked us to that beat Bama. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I mean, we're going to win, but I don't know if it's going to be about 38, maybe like 27. All right. Uh, so, Ivan likes – Evelyn Christian to cover the spread, but I think 38's a lot. Ivan thinks 38's a lot, but if we beat them by 40, I mean, everybody's going to, I guarantee you, we go out and win this game by 40 points, we cover the spread, everybody's going to be saying, oh, we're finna kill Ole Miss. We're this finna kill this Ole week Miss. will prove nothing. This week proves nothing. Put it, yeah, I 100%. Put it in the ball. Whatever happens this game means absolutely nothing for what will happen in Egg Bowl. I don't care if we beat them by 60 and we or force six. eight turnovers. This game means absolutely nothing. For what's going to happen in the ball. Good or bad. Good or bad. Good or bad. Well, that's all we have for today's episode. Thank you all for listening, and we look forward to having you again next week, Big Week, Egg Bowl Week.